Hey, my name is Kristen, and I want to personally welcome you in. I'm a small town mama and former elementary school teacher who spent $250 to start a network marketing business I knew nothing about. I had no followers, zero experience in marketing, and knew very little about social media. But I was able to educate myself on all the ins and outs of owning a business and now run an annual six-figure online business and partner with my husband in helping him run a local service-based business all from home. Because you're listening, it's likely that you're either considering getting started as an entrepreneur or you want to grow. Let's do this together. I'll use my experience as an educator to break it all down for you, social media marketing, business strategy, and networking. My goal is to help you find a sense of balance and fulfillment so you can inspire others to do the same using your unique gifts. So get comfy and cozy, grab a pen and paper and your drink of choice, and let's get to it. So what I've done is I've sat down and I've created like a a bunch of ideas Um, as I was kind of just brainstorming and and dropping some of these things down. I realized I'm going to not be able to cover it all in one night. Um, So I'm going to break it up sort of like I did with the reels training, sort of like I did with the lead magnets and the email marketing. I'm going to break this into a series um, and it's going to be a four part series. So um, let me kind of just go through real quick and explain um, what it's going to be like. So the first one tonight, what I'm going to do is focus on basically personalized messaging and follow up. I'm going to give you um, some things that you want to um, look for whenever you're scrolling your social media feed. Um, I'm going to give you some ideas to consider when it comes to asking your audience questions, particularly a messenger. Okay. Um, and when you're following up with them um, and kind of like a framework, I guess, on how you can um, talk to them specific to their needs. OK, so that's really what the focus is going to be on tonight, um, being a human um, and really serving your audience um, while also leading them in the direction of, hey, try ketones, you know. Um, Then next week, what I think I'm going to do is we're going to talk about consistency. I find that that is a huge struggle with um, a bunch of us. Um, You've got leads and it's hard because um, like you don't know how often you should message them. You don't know like, you know, what should you say here and there? So we're going to kind of get into the nitty gritty of that. Um, And then we're going to move in after that and talk more about empathy um, and, um, you know, as you're continuing to follow up, because we know that most people don't say yes the first time, second, third, fourth, fifth, sometimes even the sixth time that we talk to them. And so I'm going to um, I'm gonna dive deep on this one. I'm actually going to do a little bit more research before I bring it to you guys, but really kind of using empathy in your messaging, um, you know, talk more about overcoming objections, the more objections that you hear from this person, um, and then just providing encouragement through your messaging. Um, and then I'm going to round it out with um tracking. I'm going to, um, you know, end our, our talk about um, messaging and follow up with how can you adequately track those people so that you can serve them um, in the best way. And so um, I'm excited about tonight. I'm hoping it's going to be helpful. Um, you guys have to let me know something that you're celebrating uh, because I want to celebrate it with you. Um, I want to go back to the chat real quick and kind of just shout out a couple of things that I know you guys have shared Um, I said I was going to get better at this wrong chat. Hold on. Um, okay. Um, I love that, um, Michelle, one thing you said, 
Um, I think this was this morning. Y'all know my days run together. I think one of my new leads blocked me. Laugh out loud. I just went to our messenger chat and says this person is no longer available on messenger. Crazy. All I did was send the learn link because she asked what ketones were. Well, oh, well, closer to my yes. I was like, heck yes. That's fire. Um, yeah, she probably blocked you. I hate to tell you that, but she she did. She blocked you. Um, it happens. Um, that's what happened with, um, I don't know if I talked about this with you guys last week. Do you remember I said that there was a girl, one of my customers, she commented on my social media and you go to her, her like our messenger thread and it says person's not, they blocked me. Um, let's see, what else? There's something else. Um, Joanna, how's, is she on here? She's not on here. Um, I was gonna ask how her grandbaby's doing. Um, let's see, do, do, I felt like there was another one in here. Maybe not. That's okay. Um, oh, let's see, Norma, how is the, um, are you getting any leads on your, um, in-person meetup? That's exciting. Anyone else doing that? I'm pretty pumped about that. I have one woman, um, that goes to church with me. She's actually going to ride with me um, to it. She said, I said, do you want to ride with me? Her name is Cindy. I said, Cindy, do you want to ride with me? And she said, I do, but we have Easter play practice at church that night. And I said, don't worry, we're going to be done by then. Um, and so I'm excited. I'm still trying to like scramble around and get more people. 47,000 on TikTok. Yes, Dina, that's so exciting. All right. So I love it when we celebrate. She had 11.7 thousand on Instagram. Uh, let's see what else. Michelle going live consistent, consistently. Um, you mailed a free ketone to Dallas. Um, oh, that's awesome. So that they can do it virtually with you. I love that. That's, um, that's really good. And then you had a devotional reel that hit 7.7 thousand. So many good things, you guys, you know, um, I heard, a, a a reel today and it was talking about, um, I have to share this with you. One of my customers actually tagged me in this reel on Facebook today and um, she was saying, basically, the girl in the reel was talking about how God needs you to make room for more. And he, she, in the thing, she was talking about how a lot of us are focusing on our Ishmael, but we really need to wait on our Isaac. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's fire. Um, it's really good. I'll, just, um, I'll grab the link to that reel and share it in our chat because I think y'all will love it. I feel like we're on the start of something. We're getting ready to do something's getting ready to happen. I don't know what it's going to be, but I feel like it's going to be good. I'm excited. Um, so anyway, keep those coming. If you have, if you think of some other stuff, drop it in the chat. So let's get into it. Personalized messaging and follow-up. Now, this is really important. I know a lot of us are actively using boards. Some of us are using Saga where they have the automated response. I don't know how many of you are still using that or not. Um, and, you know, th there's a lot of different things that we can use in order to automate our responses. I know some people are now using mini chat for um, autoresponders. If you're not familiar with that, it's basically like um, like you put in keywords so you can actually have your, you probably have seen people do this on Instagram where they'll say comment a specific word. And then what will happen is when that person comments that keyword, it triggers, like it's an automated response. Um, it triggers a private direct message to go to that person with the details for whatever it is that they're doing. So say you were making a reel and you posted, comment the word meal plan. Um, and I'll send you over my meal plan that I use. And so when people comment that word, you don't have to do anything. It automatically um, sends them that um, 
that option or whatever. Um, a lot of people are using those things and I'm not telling you not to use them. I think that they're really, really good in terms of saving time. Um, you know, it's gonna, especially I think about it this way um, for maybe you have a reel that you posted like three months ago that you're not actively like watching right now, but someone goes on there and they comment your call to action. They're still gonna get whatever the resources that you tied to it. Now, hopefully you're checking your comments and you're responding, you know, every day, um, looking at those things so that you don't miss those sort of things. But you guys get what I'm saying. It's going to save time and stuff. And I think that there's a really great, strong place for those things. But we also want to make sure that we are serving our community and we're acting like a human in our messenger. We don't want to sound like a robot. I know so many times that um, we have talked about here um, about how you can use AI to help you plan out your content. But if you're, when you're copying and pasting directly from chat GPT onto your social media, it does not sound like you. Um, I can't tell you the number of times, like I use it for my personal business. I even use it in work. And I still, I have to, I have to take what it gives me and I have to change it. I have to, um, you know, change certain wording. I have to move things around. I've got to play around with it, manipulate it so that it sounds like me or whatever it is that I um, am trying, the, the, you know, what I'm trying to convey. Um, and the thing about um, ChatGPT is that it's never, ever going to be able to sound like you. And it's never, ever going to be able to tell a story like you can. Now, it can make some pretty good stories up right? It can give you some really great examples and it can definitely generate some content ideas to help you get thinking. I think it's a really great tool to use whenever you're in that brainstorming process or in those initial phases of content creation, or even just thinking about like, what are the things that I need to talk about with my audience so that they can relate? But again, it's going to come back to you and your personalized experience. And that goes back to whenever you're even having these conversations in your messenger, it's so, so, so important that you don't feel like you're stuck or confined to the scripts that are in boards. Does that make sense? So, you know, yeah, whenever, and you obviously don't want to deviate too much. You want to, you want to sound personalized, right? Like you want to tell your story, you want to be authentic, but you obviously still want to get through like asking them the question, Hey, do you want to try ketones? And so that's why whenever we get to the, um, one of the next trainings, I'm going to go through that process with you because I feel like some of us are kind of stuck where we either overcompensate with the amount of value and the check-ins that we do with our um, leads. And then some of us are going straight to selling and we're not really doing that healthy balance of both. Does that make sense? If, if this is something that you feel like is going to be helpful for you, can you drop a yes in the chat and let me know while I'll take a sip of ketone? I really think that that is something that every single one of us, myself included, that you just like, you don't want to oversell, but then you also don't want to overwalk. Like, it's just, you know, it's like a dance, you know, you got to do it the right way. Um, so hopefully this is going to help you. So um, one thing that I want to start off with sharing with you tonight um, is basically like a formula. Okay. It's like a framework that you can follow um, that you can use whenever you are wanting to engage with your leads and messenger. Okay. Now, keep in mind that I'm not talking about cold leads. I'm not talking about when I say cold leads, I'm talking about people that you've never had a conversation with. Okay. It's important that you're not going to be one of those um, like poachers. Um, I have seen this happen so many times where people will go into a Facebook group and someone will have a, a group, a post um, up, like maybe a transformation post or a recipe or something. And then I've seen y'all, there were people improve it, people in the empire, y'all, sad that would go onto these posts and they would 
look at all the people that commented on those posts and they would message those people. Don't be one of those people, okay? In order to start conversations with people, they need to engage with you some way, shape, or form. Let me give you some examples. They can like on a post, on a live, on a reel. They can um, comment on either of those things. They can watch your stories. Those are things that you want to do in order to create a conversation. Now, some people will have, um, they will feel, uh, and not a lot of people are like this. I don't know why I'm even talking about it, but every now and then you'll get somebody who's going to reach out to you directly in Messenger. If you are, side note, if you are not going into your Facebook Messenger and tapping on those three lines up at the top and then looking at this menu here where it says message requests, you need to be actively checking that every day. There's a folder that says you may know, and there's also a spam. Do you guys see my spam folder? I have three leads that have reached out to me that I have never had a conversation with, okay? So you might, some of you that have never done this or don't do this every day, you may have people that are commenting. Um, most of the time, what I've noticed is it's either people that have engaged because y'all stay in Facebook jail every single day of my life these days. I can't message anybody. If you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. Um, and so a lot of times I'm commenting pe to people or responding to their comments on my um, posts and saying, hey, can you message me? I can't message you first. So a lot of these com are coming from that. Um, but then they're also coming from people that are commenting on your stories. And I would love it so much if you would, you know, look for small opportunities. I know most of you are doing this already, um, but make it a point to let people into your normal day-to-day. -day. I don't care how routine how mundane it is, talk about what's going on. Um, and it does not have to relate to ketones because people comment on that stuff, okay? Um, whenever people see something um, that is relatable, they comment on it. Like last week, whenever I had that customer that blocked me, I was talking about that. I was like, I don't understand. Like, why, why would somebody do that? And of course, I had a bunch of people that were reaching out to me. So check that folder. That was a side note. I didn't have that in my notes, but make sure, did, I say you guys grab your phone. Did any of you have any in that folder? You did? Yay. Okay. So woohoo. I love it when that happens because it's like, I didn't even have to work for that person. They just came and found me. Um, but back to what I was saying is you don't want to cold message people. Okay. You want for these to be people that are warm leads. Now, there's also a caveat to that because there might be someone that maybe you talked to a year ago and you haven't talked to in a really long time. I wouldn't consider them a cold lead. They're slightly cool, but they're not cold because you have talked to them before. So I think it's okay for you to reach out to them every now and again. Um, again, whenever it gets to the um, the point in the training in a couple of weeks when I talk about that timeline, I'll share more about that um, particularly. But, um, you know, I don't really consider those cold leads. You can still message those people. Um, but this is kind of the formula that... Um, that I like to consider whenever I am messaging these people. Um, and keep in mind that whenever you follow this, you really want to um, in some way know a little about them. So in some cases, this might be that you just go to their Facebook page or their Instagram page and like scroll real quick and just kind of get a feel for what's going on these days, whether they've been on vacation, whether they're complaining about their job, whether you know they talk about being tired all the time. People, you can, y'all, how many of you have someone that maybe you know personally, or maybe you just see them on your social media that like they talk, they share like all their business, but it's usually through like a meme or a quote. Like they don't necessarily come out and say, 
like it's like this like thing what do they say you can always tell whenever a couple's having trouble because the the wife will change her profile picture to like this really fancy selfie and the dad always changes it to a picture of the kids you know what I mean like you it's like you can just like read between the lines you kind of just know like people people be putting stuff on Facebook and you're like they do know that we understand what's happening right like so in those cases, kind of just pay attention to what's going on in their world so that you know how to engage with them in Messenger, okay? Another thing you can do is you can scroll back in your Messenger. Um, I've told you guys before that um, I did this today specifically. I had um, a girl that um, she hadn't been talking to her for very long, probably only like a month or two. Um, and the last time that I talked to her, she was considering giving ketones a try, but she just wasn't ready yet. So she told me to follow up on one day last week. I think it was like the second or something. And I forgot to follow up with her. I have it in my reminder on my phone. Today, I followed up with her. I went through and I was like, crap, I forgot to, I forgot her name. But anyway, I went back and I followed up with her. And I remembered it wasn't to follow up with her about ketones. When we talked last time, because I looked back at our message together, our conversation, and the conversation was she was talking about someone that she loved had passed away and she was grieving. So my my response to her today when I followed up was, hey, Norma, I'm just throwing in your name. Hey, Norma, um, are you ready to get started? Heck no, I'm not going to do that. That's so like, um, that's, that's not, we don't. Mm -mm. Instead, mine was, hey, Norma, how are you holding up? That's it. Now, I'm going to tell you that carries a lot of weight for people whenever they are struggling or having a really difficult time. If you're reaching out to them as a friend, just to check in on them, okay? Then, you know, hey, you're ready to buy ketones. You know what I mean? So meaningful conversation is what you're going for. Um, and this can be done in a, um, a bunch of different ways. But the first thing you want to do is you want to talk to them. Like, hey, name. That's usually what we do. Um, if you're not calling people by their name, I want you to start doing that. We don't do hey girl messages a lot. Every now and then I'll send like, hey friend, because y'all know I say that a lot. That's just common language for me. So if it sounds like something that would come out of your mouth, that's okay to say. Um, but I definitely think that you should, um, hold on, my screen just went sideways. Um, I really think that you, when you call someone by their name, it also helps them to see that you're not a robot. Um, and so that helps a little bit too. So start with some sort of personalized greeting, something that makes them feel like you're just talking specifically to them. And then next you're going to go into um, something specific about their situation. So you've done your homework. Like I said, shared a minute ago, I scrolled the, my feed real quick and remembered, oh shoot, last time we talked, she um, she was talking about losing someone, right? So you can follow up with something like that. And then whenever, after you've done that, you can just, you know, share something specific like that. And then, you know, maybe somehow bring in a little bit of relatability to it. Like maybe um, express empathy towards it. Um, you can share an experience that you'd been through. I remember whenever my dad died, um, this is how I felt. And, you know, I just, I, I know exactly how you're feeling right now. And I just want you to know that I care. You see how that's like just being a human. And then after you've done that and you provided the empathy is I want you to look for a way to share a piece of advice. I'm going to give you some specific examples that will be relevant to um, your niches in just a second. OK, um, so it could be a tip, um, you know, an offer. Hey, is there are you still looking for support? That's always a really great question to ask. Um, you know, especially for people that you've talked to quite a few times, um, maybe ask them and I'm going to uh, later on, I'm going to share um, some more open ended questions um, to help you. So here is um, one because I know that um, we have some toddler mamas here. 
Um, so I wrote this down. Maybe you're scrolling your feed. You see another mama. She's a toddler mama. And um, you go, hey, I saw your post. Um, and you were having a difficult time um, at dinner. I saw I saw that. I remember. Or guess what? I'm dealing with that too. Like, um, But one thing that I have um, done is I started doing this. Um, this idea of like a fun plate with my kids. And it's basically like a plate that has all these different compartments and it makes um, mealtime a game because I let my kids pick like, this is going to be the thing that's going to go in this compartment. And then you get to pick one thing that goes in this compartment. It sounds really simple, but it's worked a lot of wonders for us. Um, would, do you want some toddler friendly meal ideas that I've been using? You kind of see how you're you're starting out with looking at their page and figuring out like what it is that they're looking for. This is why it's so important that you're creating content that speaks to your audience, okay? Because when you when you create content that speaks to your audience, you're drawing those people in. You're leaving all those other people out and you're pulling in the people that you're intending or wanting to serve, okay? Um, and of course, I mean, she's not, I'm gonna tell you what, toddler mama is not going to turn down if you have toddler friendly meal ideas. Liz is writing this down, I'm sure, because she's like, I'm going to go get a list of toddler friendly meal ideas. And bam, there you go. Lead magnet. So, um, you know, like that, that's an idea. So here's another one. Um, I know some of you, your audience is women in menopause. Okay. You're scrolling your social media. Um, you see, um, you see someone, or maybe you're live and someone makes a comment that sounds like, you know, some of the struggles of that. Um, and maybe she talks about, she's like really tired. Maybe you see on her page, you've had conversations with her and she's talking about how exhausted she is, or, you know, she's fighting night sweats or, you know, whatever, like she's not being able to sleep very well. And so you reach out to her and you're like, Hey, whatever her name is. Um, you know, I saw you, um, you mentioned on my live the other day that you're struggling with night sweats too, you know, like that's something that you're having a hard time with. You know, I feel like all of us, like, I know that there's a lot of people that talk about this, but I just don't feel like enough of us are talking about this together. Like, so I, I'm going to share with you what I do. So what I've done is I have figured out a way to create like just a routine at night to kind of get me set up for bedtime. That's going to help me. I also, you know, um, I've started adding ketones into my routine. Those seem to really help my sleep quality. Like, I'd like to share more about that if you're interested. Is that something or, you know, what else are you struggling with? How are you, how are you managing your menopause right now? Like, tell me more. Do you see how you're like, you're speaking into their situation you're providing a piece of advice on what you're doing and then also asking that question. You always want to end. The keyword there is always end in a question, okay? Always. Don't just give them the information and move on um, because they might say thank you, but then they might not, okay? But when you ask a question and they don't respond, it gives you the open to ask another question later when you're following up. Hey, did you see my message? You know, things like that. So always ask um, a question at the end. Here's another idea. Um, this is one that I was thinking about for a lot of women that are, cause I know a lot of you are, you're busy. Um, and I feel like work life balance is like that thing that most of us are trying to achieve. And I feel like a lot of the women that we support are also, you know, working on that. Um, but maybe you're on her page, you're reading between the lines and she's talking about stress and, you know, she's like, never has time for anything fun. You know, you just can kind of feel it. Or even maybe she mentions it in a conversation. Maybe you made a business post or something and she says something. So you go to your messenger. Hey, whatever her name is. I saw you talk about, um, you know, you're struggling in your personal life right now. You're not having a whole lot of fun. Girl, don't I know. <laughs> I know what it's like to be stressed out. Like um, for the most part, um, you know, I'm stressed out for a lot of my life. 
Um, I'm going to stop there for a second. Do you guys see how I'm like just talking like a human? If, if you can get, I know a lot of you are afraid to do this, but if you can get to the point where you send a voice memo and you just talk to them, number one, they get to actually hear your voice. It builds some connection with them. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is definitely not a robot. She's speaking to me, but it also builds that rapport with them. So don't be afraid to use that. Um, you know, practice with it. I can promise you the more you do it, the easier it gets. I know it's a little intimidating. It's like going live the first time. Um, it's hard, but you know, if, again, if you're just looking specifically to what their needs are and considering what value you have to offer, um, I'm going to go back to that, that spreadsheet that I gave you guys, um, that had you write down all of the, um, pain points, all of the challenges, all the dreams, all the aspirations, you should like have that as like your cheat sheet. Okay. Like if you have all those answers, you can provide value to your audience. Okay. Because you know them. You know the things that they're having a hard time with. So in the case of this woman, you know, for me, I know it's going to sound nuts, um, but I started a side business. Please don't like even just tune me out because I promise you it's going to sound a lot better than it actually sounds. I started a side business and I figured out a way to fit it around my schedule and it made a difference. Here's how. I learned how to manage my time better. And the number one thing is that I have started working on my personal growth. Never in a million years would I have thought that a side business would have done that for me. Like, have you thought about, you know, some opportunities or ways to add some flexibility into your schedule or maybe even support some of the goals? Do you have goals right now? Like, I'm just here. I want to, I'm just curious. I want to know. Do you see how you're, again, you're speaking into whatever it is um, that they're going through? Is this helpful? You guys, this is making sense with the examples. Okay. So remember, when you go to boards, like boards is great. Um, and I think that it's a great place to start. That's why um, whenever we did this a while back, if you open up that boards app and you go, folder, when you go to that first new ketone, that folder new ketones lead and they comment like or love on content, it's a very generic um, response, but you're providing the resource to them, right? Thanks for your support. I love helping women like us take control of their health and hopefully my content will do that for you. Since we just met, I'd love to hook you up with some more wellness tips. And then you give whatever your lead magnet is, SPR, your um, your cookbook, so that gets into your email list. I definitely recommend getting them on your email list for sure. Um, it's gonna help you in the long run whenever it comes time to um, communicate with them, especially whenever you get in messenger jail um, and you're not able to do that. When you've started that conversation, the very next thing you would say is, what kind of goals are you working on at the moment? That should give you a little bit of information to help you build off of in the future. Now, you can follow this to a T without being overbearing. And I definitely think that you could cover this entire conversation that's here all the way up to whether they tell you yes or no for ketones. You can do that in a matter of just a couple of days. And depending on the lead that you talk to, you can get through it in just a few minutes. Some of them are going to immediately respond to you. A lot of them don't. That's okay. you got to go back and you got to follow up with them. But this would be the starting point for your conversation, okay? What I'm sharing with you now is later on down the road. After you've had this initial conversation, after you've exposed them to the fact that, hey, I'm not just some influencer that posts on social media. I actually support women like you. Here's how. You gave them a resource you said, okay, this is what else I'm doing. 
do you want to participate? Yes or no? They're going to say yes. They're going to say no. Moving on. What I'm sharing with you tonight is later, while they're still connecting with you, while they're still engaging with you, because like we said before, most people are not going to tell you yes the first time. You've got to continue to build that trust. It's easy for someone to be scrolling because I know if you guys are doing it the right way, when you're going live, you're sharing your lives into Facebook groups. Yes. Or you are creating, it's easy for you to respond to a comment and start a conversation. Like, I'm going to tell you what, I have been on so many reels and seen a recipe that I love and comment, yum, this looks delicious. How many of y'all have done that before? That doesn't mean that the person's following you, right? I mean, I, I could do that literally on one person and then move along. I've now got a recipe idea. Those people could be doing that to you. You have to give them a reason to come back. Why should they follow you? Again, go back to that spreadsheet and look at ways that you can show up by giving value on your page that keeps them wanting to come back for more. Why are they binging your content? Why would they want to, you know? And then you continue to follow up with them because they're going to share a, a reel that you made where you were talking about um, a specific topic, um, you know, that you're going through and they shared it because they related to it. Boom. You can continue the conversation. Thanks so much for sharing um, my reel about, um, you know, whenever someone judges you like, and that was just made up, but I know, I know what you mean. Like I, I'm, I, I, I talked about it, but I'm just curious, like, can you tell me how you're feeling right now so that you can connect with them? Um, when you can connect with them more. So authenticity is most important whenever it comes to your follow-up and your messaging, okay? Um, now, on top of that, um, I would definitely look for opportunities to um, not only provide value in on your feed, but also in your messenger. Here's one thing that I've been doing lately um, just to, um, I guess, build rapport. I don't know if that's the right phrase. Um, is I have been, so I used to put my um, recipes on my live videos and I stopped doing that um, because, and this was my workaround because I've been having such a difficult time with people um, like with Facebook jail with me not being able to message them. I need them to message me. So on my live video and even whenever I'm responding in the comments, I'll say, can you message me first? And I'll send over the recipe. So it's a way for me to get them to my inbox without me having to do it for, or it, mostly because I just can't message them first. But now what I'm doing whenever they message me is I look back at the conversation and see how it's going. And then after, you know, I've done that, that initial follow-up, oh, here's that recipe that you asked for. And I share the recipe to the keto lasagna that I made yesterday, you know, or the, you know, cracked chicken reel that I um, posted three days ago, you know? So like, you want to provide some sort of um, of value into your um, into your follow up. What's that connection piece that you can make? Consider what sort of content that you're making, and there's a way that you can work smarter, not harder with this. Um, is that you can have literally just a bank. Um, I keep mine in boards because it's easy for me um, to just have those there. So like, say someone comes to you, how many of you have had someone come to you? And um, I know Dina is going to say yes, because I know this has been probably a complaint of hers lately. I feel like she talked about this a little bit last week, um, where you feel like people are just coming to you for like free resources a lot. Okay. Now, when I'm sharing this, I want you to just be real careful because there is a fine line between someone like 
you've had conversations with them after conversation and all they want is free stuff. At some point you have to cut them off and go, I'd love to support you more. Um, but I only do so if you become a VIP client, are you ready to get started? If not, all of my resources are here and then you show them where to go. Um, but initially, you know what I mean? Like initially you want to, you want to provide that value for them. That's why I love the email marketing so much and that workflow. And I hope you guys are using it is because you can literally use that as a form of follow-up where you're just giving a little bit of value, giving a little bit of value. Yeah. Most of them are already, that is one of the most frustrating things. And I will tell you, so for those of you that are watching the replay, Dina put in the chat, people that do that, um, that are wanting all those free tips from you are usually customers of somebody else. You need to cut them off. Okay. Cut them off. You let them know they chose who they wanted to do business with. If they are looking for support, they need to go to their coach. You love them. You're well, they're welcome to follow, but you do not support someone else's client. I, I mean, I, I can't tell you the number of times that I've had to say that. It's just, it is what it is. Some of them will block you and you know, that's okay. That's okay, boo-boo. Cause then I don't have to worry about following up with you whenever you comment on my reel and I go, dang it, it's her again. I'm just kidding. Y'all know what I mean, right? Like it, it is frustrating. All right, so I'm gonna give you some examples of like things to look for. Now that we've kind of said, uh, and I've, I've kind of gone through this, but I'm gonna give you a couple more examples of like, you're scrolling your social media because I hope that most of you are spending some time each day engaging on your feed. That's very important. That's one of those tasks that should be a part of your DMO that does not take a lot of time, but it is necessary, okay? This is what some people will call fluff work, but again, set a timer, and only do it for a short period of time. It's very important for you to engage on your feed, particularly either before or after you post. And the reason for that is because number one, it's gonna bump your post a little bit. It's gonna kind of keep it fresh um, because the platform wants you active. Um, the goal of all social media platforms is to keep you on as long as you possibly can, okay? Um, and so if you make a post and then you're engaging, like it's going to, it's, it's seeing that you're being a human and that you want to actually socially connect with other people. Um, and so it's going to suggest you to other people, people that have been engaging on your posts in the past, um, friends of yours, people that are following you. If you're active in the feed, it's going to Facebook or Instagram or whoever is going to go, Okay, Ganina is active in the feed. She is wanting to talk to people. Um, she's posting content that people are engaging with. Okay, so we're going to push her in front of some more people. That's the way it works. There's no trick. Um, as much as people like to blame the algorithm for like, oh, it's hiding me. And that does happen every now and again. But for the most part, if your content is not getting seen, it's because you're not either engaging on your feed or you're not posting valuable posts that people actually want to see. Okay. They have to comment and like and all those sort of things. So whenever you engage on your feed, you comment on people's stuff. So basically you can set a timer. I used to set a timer. I've gotten really good at like being aware of how long I do this. Um, so I literally will just scroll. I love a post. I love doing that because it's going to mark. I, I know that I actually engaged on their post. Um, and then I make a comment. You want the comment to be sincere. You don't want it to be like super short and fake or vague or like very pretty. Like that's just not like you want it to be kind of stand outish, um, particularly on Instagram. You want your um, your response to whatever they're saying to be sort of I wouldn't say witty because I don't want you to like not be who you are, but like it needs to be real. 
Does that make sense? People pay attention to comments more than you realize, like especially on Instagram. Um, do you guys ever like go to a post and it's like a really funny post and then you go straight to the comments because you want to see what everybody else said? And then you get kicks out of like what people say. Um, I wish I had a specific example, but like, um, oh, I know. Here's one. This is so stupid and random. So um, let's see. Uh, what's her name? Paris Jackson. Uh, Michael Jackson's daughter was at the Grammys and she's got like a ton of tattoos, like 80 of them. And there was this reel that was posted. And it was like, here's how Paris Jackson covered up all 80 of her tattoos for the Grammys. And then it like panned off from like the makeup artists and stuff to the actual like her being on the red carpet. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. So I went straight to the comments to read. And you could just like see like all the random stuff. People are always, um, another example, Julie Roberts posted this really um, sweet photo of she and her niece were playing cards one night. I think her niece stayed the night with her and she was talking about how people um, just came out of the woodwork talking about how ugly she was and how weathered she and aged and everything. Just the comments are like something serious. And if you're engaging with people on Instagram, particularly that are in your niche, and you put an engaging thought and people come across that engaging thought, they might go, Ooh, who's that? And then they're going to go to your page and go, Ooh, she has. So whether it's like contributing value, adding on to what they said or whatever. Now on Facebook, it's a little bit more social with just like normal. I know on Instagram, we have a lot of people that are like influencers. Um, but on Facebook, you know, wish someone a happy anniversary. Or if you see that um, they just got back from vacation and they posted their vacation photos, you're going to respond, oh my gosh, I hope you had a great vacation. Look like you had so much fun. Engage on the feed, okay? But as you're engaging on the feed, it's important for you to look for certain things. This is how it's going to help you to identify your people, okay? If something stops your scroll, ask yourself why, okay? What grabbed your attention about that that made you want to go, hmm? and take another extra minute, okay? It's a huge indicator of maybe something that you either need to talk about more, um, create content around, or even speak to in your own content, like provide a solution, okay? Um, so whenever you're looking um, on your feed and you come across um, you know, people that are in your niche or people that are in your target audience, um, there's some things you wanna look for. So going back to the toddler moms thing, you know, I being someone who promotes ketones, when I'm scrolling my feed, if I'm a toddler mom who wants to support other toddler moms, I'm going to be looking for um, posts that people are making on my feed that talk about how tired they are. I am looking specifically for people who are maybe working on um, like they need more energy. Um, they're looking for healthy recipes. They're looking for um, quick, easy recipes that kids eat because we all know that sometimes that's a struggle when you have toddlers you know um maybe i'm looking for um a post where she finally went and got her nails done and she's so excited about it she's bragging about it or she's talking about man i got starbucks like she posts about like the littlest things because she gets that joy out of having that brief little moment without somebody clinging to her leg okay those are the things that i'm looking for again Use that as an opportunity. Go to their page. You obviously want to comment on their post, but then go to their page and then send them a DM and talk to whatever it is. Oh my gosh, I saw you got to go to Target by yourself, girl. I know exactly. That is like the best feeling ever. Um, you know, like so that you can do that, right? And then whenever specifically you see those posts about energy, insert ketones, right? Um, what about the work-life balance one? 
if I were scrolling my feed and that's a huge part of my niche, um, I'm going to look for people that are complaining about not having enough time in their day. I'm going to look for people who are um, complaining about their job. They, um, or maybe just took up a new hobby. You know, maybe I'm looking for someone who um, loves to read. And so I want to connect with people that are readers. So I can, um, I can reach out, excuse me, to them. If they're talking about stress, that is definitely an in for you to have a conversation with them, right? So that you can talk to them about, you know, what's your energy like? Or tell me what stresses you out so much. I'm going to give you some examples of open-ended questions that relate to health and wellness um, in a minute. And y'all won't have to write them down. I'm going to share them um, in our chat and on the replay, okay? Um, I think I skipped one, didn't I? Let me look back at my notes. Oh, menopause. Women that are in menopause. Um, whenever I'm scrolling my feed, if you're serving women that are in menopause or, um, I'm going to look for women that are complaining about, um, you know, shopping or, you know, I'm going to look for women that are, um, complaining about hot flashes or I'm going to like, think about whatever it is. And I'm, I'm throwing stuff out. Cause I obviously don't know. I've never been through menopause. So that's clearly not my target audience, but y'all know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> look for those sort of things on that spreadsheet that you wrote down. Those are the things you're looking for as you're scrolling your feed. Those are the opportunities for you to um, create those meaningful connections and build that personalized follow-up in your DM. Now, I cannot stress to you, I'm almost done. I cannot stress to you the importance of active listening with your people, okay? Most people, whenever they join this business, they start because they want to serve. And then somewhere along the way, their goals kind of get to the point where it like flips the script. And then the goal becomes selling, okay? Like we gotta we gotta switch it back to the way it was when we first started and remind ourselves that we are here to serve, okay? We are here to serve. We are here to share light. We are here to pour into them, okay? And then we know that, you know, if you plant enough seeds, eventually some of them, they're gonna grow, right? If you're watering them like you should, okay? So active listening. So um, I'm going to give you some ideas in terms of like open-ended questions. Remember I said it's so important for you to end with a question. Um, some of you might even use um, some of these in terms of like your content as far as like calls to action. Your, um, I know Mondays we do engagement posts. You might do one then um, just to ask some genuine feedback. I think that stories are a great place. Um, whenever you're considering these open-ended questions, maybe you can share relatable story, talking in your stories, and then end with one of these questions just to see what your audience has to say um, that's relative to that particular, um, to that topic, okay? Um, but again, remember, it's got, you want it to align to you. It can't be, you know, something that doesn't really fit. So if I say something that doesn't fit you, just don't worry about it. Move on to the next one. So here's one. Um, can you tell me more about what your priorities are? What's your challenge in that? Um, here's another one. What's been the most challenging part of your health and wellness journey so far? I can imagine whenever you're having a conversation in your DM and someone comments, say they comment on one of your recipes or one of your cooking videos, okay? You start the conversation, you go through the whole process, they tell you no, and then you follow up with them, I don't know, a week, a month later, and you say, hey, how's it going? Which is usually what we do, right? Most of us are saying, how you feeling? Just checking in on you. 
Okay. And they're like, I'm fine. Okay. Let's keep the conversation going. What's challenging right now for you? What's the hardest part of what you're going through right now when it comes to your health? Some of them will respond to you um, and give you that. So pay attention to what they say whenever um, they, they tell you that. Maybe here's another question. What In what areas of your life are you looking to have more balance? Or what does balance look like for you? Um, uh, let's see. Oh, this is a really good one. How do you prefer to receive support whenever you're working on your goals? This is a really good question to ask your customers that you have already. Some of them are going to want for you to hold their hands, um, check on, in on them. Some of them are like, girl, leave me alone. Okay. I don't need you. <laughs> like I just needed the ketones. You need to find out what they need from you. There's no point in you wasting your energy if someone doesn't care if you message them. You know what I mean? So you might say, hey, I'm so excited. This is after they've gotten started. I'm so excited to get you started. Um, I'm really excited about supporting you through this journey. What would ideally that look like for you? Should I check in with you once a week for the next couple of weeks until you're established? Um, like, what does that look like for you? Again, it will save time if you send voice memos with this. Okay, so you don't have to type it out. Um, it's really helpful to do that. Um, here's a great question. And um, these are like questions that really relate to like their preferences, things that they um, that they like. What kind of tools have you found that have been helpful in the past? I think that's a really great question um, to ask because um, maybe they have tried tracking before and that like made them feel defeated. So card manager is a no-go for them, you know? So you want to leave that part out of the situation for them. Um, maybe... Um, whenever it comes to like resources or tools, maybe in the past they found that whenever you give them a meal plan, they're set. They know what they like. It helps them so much. Some people, honestly, if you gave them one week, they'd be willing to recycle that meal plan over and over and over again. They'd be happy with it. Okay. So ask them what, what have you used before that was really helpful to you? Okay. Um, here's some ideas or questions that you can consider asking when it comes to like their goals, like what's their motivation. What inspired you to start focusing on your health? Is it your kids? Is it because you're tired all the time? Is it because your clothes don't fit? Like, what is it? What, did somebody say something to you that made you feel some type of way? Getting down into the nitty gritty is gonna be helpful to you. Again, listen to their response and sometimes listen to what they don't say. Um, uh, let's see, I wanna go, I'm, I'm not gonna do all of them. I just wanna hit the highlights. Um, what's your biggest obstacle it come, um, whenever it comes to maintaining a healthy lifestyle? A lot of them are going to say time. Um, again, if you've gone back and you've filled out that spreadsheet where you've listed some of their pain points and some solutions to them, then you probably could help them right away with an answer. Okay. And you're going to have it ready to go on boards, just sitting right there. Okay. Some of them honestly are going to say something as simple as like, I just don't know what to have for breakfast. Boom. You can give them five breakfast ideas. You know, here you go. Message me if you need more. I'll help you out. Okay. Um, who in your life um, supports you the most in your health journey? Um, oh, this is a good one. On a scale from one to 10, how ready do you feel? How ready do you feel to make a change with your lifestyle? That one is so good. 
especially whenever it comes time to um, like whenever you're going through that initial script, you could ask them, okay, on a scale of one to 10, how serious are you about getting started with your, like improving your health? And then if they say, oh, I'm about a six, ask them, well, what would make it a 10? If you found out that, you know, you were getting ready to get um, diagnosed with type two diabetes, would that, would that shift things for you? You know, like what would make it a 10 for you? Um, what are some things that you feel like are gonna be a problem for you once you get started? Some of them are gonna say things like, um, well, I'm a snacker, I like to snack. Like that's probably gonna be my biggest problem. I like my sweets, man. Like, I just think that's gonna be my pitfall right there. Do you, when you can go ahead and have an, a response to them to help them, it's like, you're ready, you're, you're good, you're all set, okay? Thinking about what it is. Um, and then when you ask them that, say you don't have a response, like, how can I help you through that? You know, where do you see yourself in terms of a year from now? Whenever you get started with your health goals, what, what do you think, or where do you think you're gonna be in a year? Okay. So just asking those open-ended questions, I think is going to give you a little bit of insight um, in at least helping you to better support them um, and also uh, build that, that stronger relationship um, with them. So with that being said, I'm going to round it out tonight. Um, next week, we're going to focus on um, consistency. Um, my plan is, if it goes the way I think it's going to go, I would like to talk to you about... Um, sort of like a framework in terms of time, like on how often you should follow, what that follow-up could look like. Um, and again, it's going to vary per person, but this will be like a great starting point, I think. Um, so stay tuned for that next week. Yeah, Dina, pasta. Oh my gosh, that went by so quickly. Did you enjoy today's episode of The Kristen Morris Show? If so, please do me a favor and leave a review on the platform you're listening to and share this episode with a friend. Better yet, let's connect. Find me on any social media platform and tag me in your stories with your favorite takeaways. And until next time, lead by example and inspire others to do the same.